the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I uh, am an anomaly as a male. I like shopping. Not as much as I used to. But when I used to travel a lot on business, I'd kill time just by, you know, window shopping, looking in stores. And finding bargains for our girls when our girls were little. So I like shopping. And I used to travel to a lot of major American cities. And I had no more favorite American city to go to than Chicago. I love Chicago. Downtown Chicago, awesome. Wouldn't go down there now without... (laughs) I wouldn't go down there now. Even if I had armed guards, even if I had a whip in a chair, I wouldn't go down there now. Aaron, have you spent any time in uh, downtown Chicago in your life? Yeah, but I love downtown Chicago. I do too. Clark Street, love it. Michigan Avenue. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's great. When's the last time you were there? Um, two years, probably, I think maybe fall of 2019. So if somebody said, Hey, Aaron, we'll give you three days off. Here's a couple nights at a hotel in Chicago. Would you be like as eager to go as you were before? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Okay. It's a man who has no concern for the safety of his life. Apparently. Well, you know, I'd say, you know, <laughs> how many people are in that area a day? 9 million. Yeah. Maybe one person gets shot. Mm, let's hope it's not you. Exactly. All right. So anyway. Downtown Chicago is not as safe as it used to be. I used to love to go to New York. I'd love to take my wife to Broadway shows. Now that's off the table. And the reason why it's off the table is because of these smash and grab crimes and you got to crawl over bums and attics. Oh, Bruce, that's so mean. They're homeless people. Yeah, they're, they're homeless people. There are also a lot of them are bums and addicts. They've made horrible life choices. It's not that I don't have sympathy for them. It's not that I don't have compassion for them. It's not that I wouldn't help them. It's just that I'm saying that you don't know if you encounter somebody who's mentally ill or mentally unstable or just socially unstable, you don't know what's going to happen. I got mugged once, almost twice, once in Chicago, once in New Orleans. But I didn't think I was going to die. I just thought the guy wanted to shake me down for some money. Now I would be fearful that I'm going to die if I were accosted by somebody like that. Well, the Chicago merchants downtown, I mean, Michigan Avenue, Magnificent Mile, and all those other places, this is kind of an important time of year to their success because a lot of people, like Aaron, like to go to these cities and shop. They like to go to these cities and look around. They like to experience the Christmas decorations, the holiday mood, the holiday cheer. But it is known now that whether it's L.A., whether it's San Francisco, New York City, Chicago, any big city, this is not safe. We don't have a downtown mall. We don't have malls here anymore. Oh, we have Polaris and we have Easton. But we haven't had a smash and grab here yet that I know of. They're having them everywhere else. Uh, 
Chicago recently, 14 people storm into a Louis Vuitton store, grab everything they could, knock over chairs, mannequins, everything else, out they go. Burberry store, 633 North Michigan Avenue. An array of uh, four masked guys run in, grab tens of thousands of dollars worth of handbags. They shove a 22-year-old woman and hit a 66-year-old man standing at the door. Most of these smash and grabs have been in the suburbs, but they're coming to the inner city too. It's odd they're in the suburbs. I guess they figure there's less chance they get caught in the suburbs because people would presume there'd be less chance of it happening. Well, speaking of less chance of it happening, Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC for short, which of course stands for All Out Crazy, says that the reports of such incidents are overblown and in fact are not substantiated, and they are not happening. Pay no attention to the security guard who was shot and killed in the Bay Area in the last couple weeks during a smash-and-grab robbery because, shocker, these people don't just bring something blunt to break the glass with, they also sometimes bring guns. And they're not interested in being caught. And if a security guard shows up and feigns catching them, that security guard's life is in danger. So AOC is all out on this stuff. Not happening, which is the Democratic way of looking at things. If it's a problem, they can't take your tax money to throw at and increase their political capital then they're not interested in even acknowledging it. So I was surprised yesterday when the presidential truth masseuse Jen Psaki was asked at the White House about AOC's denial that these smash-and-grab robberies are happening. And Jen Psaki, I tell you, ever since she's had COVID, COVID must do something to your ability to lie. She's building back her immune system to the truth. I will admit that. But occasionally, like never before, Jen Psaki actually tells, well, at least some version of the truth. Um, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot uh, appeared to pass some blame on to retailers uh, for these smash and grabs, saying that she's disappointed that these stores are not putting security officers in place, having working cameras, and chaining up high-end bags. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman, said earlier this week also that she doubted allegations of organized retail thefts. Uh, she believed it was a Walgreens in California that cited it, but the data didn't back it up. Does the president believe that organized retail theft is really happening, and should it be on the stores themselves to take action to prevent it? Well, we, we don't agree, and I think our actions uh, and the work uh, that we have had uh, in working with the Justice Department, the FBI, and federal law enforcement show that we take um, – we, we have seen some of these extremely video, uh, extremely disturbing videos showing retail thefts, and both major retailers as well as state and local leaders like Gov- Governor Newsom have identified this as a serious concern. We agree. Uh, that's the reason why we have um, sent additional support uh, from the FBI, providing additional assistance – 
It's one of the reasons why we have also been, uh, the president and members of our administration have been longtime advocates uh, for uh, supporting and funding the COPS program, something where the president proposed almost $300 million in additional uh, assistance through his budget from what it was last year, and why we have also provided money to get, uh, provided, uh, provided financial assistance to get money to hire 50 more police officers through the COPS program uh, that the president has championed in places like San Francisco and additional 20 officers in Los Angeles. So, Okay, I can't hear any more of this. But isn't it interesting, first of all, that Jen Psaki says, we've provided the money. Oh, have you? Really? Where did you get that money? What, what product did you produce, design, manufacture, and sell to get that money? Oh, you didn't? There's no government store, remember? They just take it from us and provide it. By the way, they're spending $170 million in the Build Back Better. I can't say it without laughing. The Break America Forever bill. $170 million to end homelessness. A, must not be as big of a problem as I thought it was if $170 million will take care of it. B, five years from now, after they spend $170 million to end homelessness, what degree of confidence do you have that that will make any impact? I'm not saying it will eradicate homelessness. That's an unrealistic expectation. What are the chances that they will spend $170 million of your money and my money And they'll be able in five years to point to one thing, one, that is an unequivocal, dramatic success battling homelessness in one American city. What are the chances? If you give it any more than a 0% chance, I have oceanfront property in Missouri that you can buy. Now, the other part of that clip Jackie Heinrich of Fox News mentioned that Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago is mad about this rash of smash and grab robberies that reflect poorly on her city. So what is she mad at? Who is she mad at? Who is she blaming? Did you catch it? She's not mad or calling out the people who are doing it because they vote for her, by the way. She's calling out the stores. It's the store's fault because they're not hiring enough security guards. They're not chaining the bags together. Because, you know, when a person with the means to go in and buy a $5,000 handbag, and no, for the moment, we're not going to talk about the stewardship of that. We're just going to say somebody's worked hard in their life. They started a business. they build a successful life, and they want to buy a $5,000 handbag, which is their right, by the way. Funny thing about those kinds of people, when they go into a store to peruse, word of the day, the bags, they don't like to see chains and alarms and all kinds of things. Because why? Because that reminds them they're in a high crime area. And funny thing about people who have the means to buy a $5,000 handbag They don't want to spend any time in high crime areas. So that is why the stores don't fortify their supply or fortify their display cases as if they're located in the heart of the worst crime area in the city. That is why they do it or don't do it in this case. 
But Lori Lightfoot is blaming the stores, which is which is right on brand. It's right on brand. Remember, to be a Democrat, you must what? Think like a Republican and suspend reason and accountability. That's how you become a Democrat. You suspend reason and accountability. And so Lori Lightfoot says, oh, people are stealing those handbags. Well, you ought to chain those bags together. You ought to hire more security. Well, maybe how we'll penalize the guys who do it, not turn them loose two hours after you catch them and not decriminalize the stealing of the bag. But she suspended reason and accountability a long time ago. Otherwise, she would not be a Democrat. So there's a phrase that a lot of people use that says, I hate to tell you I told you so. I I don't hate to tell you I told you so, because if I tell you I told you so, it means I was right. I like being right. When you prize and treasure and cherish the truth, you better like being right. You better strive to be right. You better endeavor, invest, investigate to be right. So I don't hate to tell you I told you so, because it lends credibility to the other things that I tell you. And I told you. When I read about Columbus City Schools putting in vaccine clinics in the schools so kids could have better access to the vaccine, my fear was that some kid was going to get the vaccine because people at the school who, in every other endeavor, have authority over him, somebody would misrepresent their authority and the kid would get vaccinated And he'd go home and his parents would be up in arms about it. Now, I want to make clear, I want to make clear, this did not happen yet in Columbus. But I said from the outset, this is very dangerous, very possible that this will happen. And it has happened. Happened in, of course, the woke capital of America, Los Angeles. California mom says her son was bribed, her 13-year-old son. He's at the... Isn't this isn't this ironic? He's at the Barack Obama Global Prep Academy. They probably took Thomas Jefferson's name off that school to put that knucklehead leftist name on it. Barack Obama Global Prep Academy. He comes home from school one day and he has a vaccine card. And he says he was coaxed into getting the vaccine in exchange for pizza by a person who told him not to say anything. The mom tells at Los Angeles TV station, the lady that gave him the shot and signed the paper told my son, please don't say anything. I don't want to get in trouble. She says, it hurts to know he got a shot without my permission, without me knowing, and without me signing any papers for him to get the shot. He's 13 years old. He's 13 years old. The mindset is prevalent on the left that they know what's best for your kids more than you do. That's what CRT is about. That's what social-emotional learning is about. That's what transgender ideology is about. They know better for your kid. You're just a knucklehead, Trump-voting, evangelical nut job. So if you're not going to raise your kid the right way, and we went to college, so we're going to tell you what the right way is, you're too intractable, too thick-headed, to get vaccinated yourself, fine with us, you'll die off great or be shot by hopefully a Republican 
That was the Facebook post out of New England by a member of the National Education Association board. But they don't they don't want the kiddos to die because they want to they want to raise your kiddos. They care about your kiddos. They want to raise your kiddos and they're going to give them a vaccine. Because in LA, you know, they got a January the 10th deadline for all students to be vaccinated unless they have an exemption for a medical reason or for a faith reason. Like they're going to okay any faith objections to the vaccine. You know they're not going to do that. Now speaking of COVID and vaccines and the winter coming up. I'm waiting for the alarmist headline. In fact, let me type it in and just see if there's an alarmist headline. Today, about number of positive test cases in Ohio. Because it's winter. People are going back inside. You're going to be sharing more air with other people than you did during the summertime. And so the COVID numbers are going to go up. The test numbers are going to go up. Now, I'm not saying the test numbers are a lie. I'm saying the test numbers are a statistic, and the statistic is not necessarily relevant. I'm not saying it's not relevant. I'm just saying it's not necessarily relevant. Years ago, there was a book written, How to Lie with Statistics. You can lie with statistics. Statistics aren't incorrect, but the perception they create is incorrect. Let me give you a, let me give you a statistic that isn't always a lie, but can be a lie. In sports, there's a statistic in football called time of possession. It is exactly what you think it is. They keep track on the clock in a football game how long you have the ball and how long the other team has the ball. Now, the presumption is if you have the ball longer, you're going to win the game because it's usually much more difficult to score when you don't have the ball. Now, you can score on defense. That's possible. But it's not bloody likely that you're going to be able to win the game without the ball in your possession at least some of the time. So let's say you have the ball 40 minutes and the other team has the ball 20 minutes. There are people who would say there's no way that team with the ball 40 minutes is going to lose the game. But that is, in fact, not correct. Because suppose the team that has the ball 20 minutes scores on the first play of every possession. They're not going to have very good time of possession. They're going to have a big score. And there have been teams like that that run high-profile explosive offenses And they lose the time of possession all the time. But they don't care because they're scoring a lot. So the number of COVID-positive test cases is a time of possession stat. It can be relevant, but only if other numbers accompany it. Like deaths, number one, because I assume the big goal is we all avoid death. But ICU admissions would be a part of that. Do you notice we don't ever get the ICU admissions and the deaths anymore? Used to get them one after the other. X number of positive tests, X number of ICU admissions, X number of hospitalizations, X number of deaths. Now the only number you get is the time of possession number. 6,000 people tested positive! How many of them are in the hospital? How many of them died? But they don't give you that number. And the reason why they don't give you that number is because it can't create the perception that the other number could give you. Now, this morning, I'm getting details that we've had a shooting in Columbus on the southeast side involving a U.S. Marshal. He was shot, expected to survive. This comes from the ABC6 website. 
He's with the Southern Ohio Fugitive Task Force serving a warrant around 9 a.m. when shots were fired and he was struck. So this is exactly the same task force that Jason Meade was serving with when Casey Goodson was shot and killed. Casey Goodson was not an object of that investigation. Uh, More details will become available, I am sure, throughout the day. Uh, They say the marshal was shot and shot pretty badly. So pray for his safety, and we'll have more details for you tomorrow here on The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.